Hello, welcome to the new day. This is Breath of Life Daily Podcast. My name is April D. Bird. I'm a writer and the creator of Breath of Life Daily Online Journal, also known as Bold Journal. I like to share inspired thoughts and ideas that I have and the lessons that I pick up through experiences. That's what Bold Journal is about. Okay, y'all. So... I made some bomb tuna salad, right? And I like to eat my tuna salad with bread. So don't judge me. I saw the tuna salad in the refrigerator this morning. And I'm like, dang, I could have some tuna salad, but I don't have any bread, right? And so I was like, I kind of felt bad about that. I was like, dang, I don't have any bread. I can't really eat the tuna And so what ended up happening was I went to go make some tea. And so when I went to go make the tea, then I saw that I actually did have bread in the refrigerator. So the type of bread that I bought, it was Ezekiel bread. And so because Ezekiel bread is like it's made with grains and different things of that nature, it's it's different from like regular, just like any type of bread that you will buy at the store. You have to keep the it's good to keep the bread in the refrigerator. So it actually says that on the package, if you want longevity with this bread, keep it in the refrigerator. Some people already probably do that regular bread anyway. But anyway, I am used to keeping bread inside of like the cupboard or we have a little jar that we keep bread in. So because that bread, the Ezekiel bread was not in the actual drawer that I usually keep it in, in my mind, I didn't have any bread. So (laughs) I was so excited when I actually saw that Yes, I actually do have bread. And the reason why I thought I did not have bread because the bread was in the refrigerator where it does not usually go. And I know you're probably saying like it's easy to see bread in the refrigerator. But the thing about our refrigerator is that it is packed. So it was like it was basically out of sight. And it got me to thinking about, you know, how people say out of sight, out of mind. And so when I when I had that thought about what it was out of sight, and it was out of mind, I I quickly thought about like, wow, what like what if we do the same thing with God? Like what if, you know, we keep God out of sight and, you know, we just have God out of mind because God is out of sight. We don't intentionally go to God and are just like in God's face, making sure that God is in our sights. And a lot of times if we think that God is not there, we're just not intentionally keeping God in sight, right? It's that that whole out of sight, out of mind sense of um, that idea, right? So I wasn't used to the bread being there. So that way I didn't feel it there. And a lot of people, they probably don't don't feel God or don't see God because it God is out of sight to them. So God is out of mind to them. So Hopefully, like we we always say, you know, we don't see God, but, you know, God is not something we can see with our eyes. But the thing is, and hopefully this is true, it's true for me that, you know, you feel God, 
You feel God with you and you feel God presence. There are moments and there are times, especially if you're in the church, if you're a believer, that you feel the presence of God with you. But if we don't intentionally seek that presence, then yeah, it's going to be an out of sight, out of mind experience because we're not continuously cultivating that. So I haven't eaten bread for like three or four days because I totally forgot that the Ezekiel bread was in the refrigerator and not in the cupboard where I'm usually going and pulling things out of. So we need to understand that God is always with us. God is always with us, but we have to keep focus and we have to keep our sights on the Lord, right? So I got that. And so while I'm eating my whole tuna sandwich or whatever, um, I'm <laughs> my tuna salad sandwich, I'm currently reading the 40 day soul fast by Cindy Trim. And so as I'm reading, um, Cindy Trim actually, um, included in a scripture excerpt and I believe it's from Mark eight thirty four. So it's from the message version. It looks like, and so, you know, the message version is kind of, you know, has its own type of thing going on. And so I will go ahead and read it to you. It says, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? And so that's Mark 8, 34, right? And so while I was reading this passage, something in that passage really stood out for me. So it says self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way. And so when I saw that it says self-sacrifice is the way, I was like, whoa, like (laughs) that is not any type of thing that you would find in any type of self-help book. It says self-sacrifice in the way is the way. And so when I, I, I thought about that, that like that really stood out of me, that really stood out to me. And I had to think about it some more and just like ponder on it. Like self-sacrifice is the way. And so like, it, it was just very interesting. My mind always goes back to this event. So I was at an event um, with some different ladies, right? Um, it was a girl. She, she's very earthy, earthy, very spiritual. Um, she's a doula and another girl. Um, she actually happens to be in like in, in psychic type things. But anyways, the point is I was, um, there and, um, one of my friends was there. She's a writer as well. So, um, these were her friends and this was her, was her event. So one of the girls, um, that is like the doula, she was saying that, um, we, we, we got to talking about religion and Christianity. And so she was saying that she is, she's tired and she, she doesn't do Christianity, right? Because she's tired of sacrificing because she's had to sacrifice so much, right? And so I really didn't understand exactly 
what she because she was a young girl she's maybe like uh early 20s mid 20s so she was like she really doesn't sacrifice because she she sacrificed so much and everything like that so i i wondered what exactly she had been sacrificing but i i didn't ask her that right because i ain't want to be rude so I, I didn't say like just what exactly are you sacrificing but anyway and i think she was also talking in regards to like um black people in this country and the sacrifices that we've made, you know, like, you know, through slavery and everything else. But anyways, she also was saying her personally, like she's tired of sacrificing things, but I didn't ask her what exactly she was tired of sacrificing. But anyways, so the thing about it is that that has always stuck with me. That has always been like a thing like, well, sacrifice, she, so, it's something about sacrifice like that something that like we don't want to do so when we think of sacrifice we kind of equate it to something being hard and you know just something just not being comfortable for us so to speak and even in this scripture mark 8 34 um that shared in this book it says don't run from suffering embrace it follow me and i'll show you how self-help is no help at all self-sacrifice is the way so i thought back to that girl she was saying i'm so tired of sacrificing it. i don't want to do it and so i just with that I, I really kind of pondered on sacrifice and what exactly it means to to sacrifice and why do we do it as Christians? Like, why do we say that we need to sacrifice and we need to take up our cross and we need to do all these things? And so it really came to me naturally that we sacrifice for the fact that God's belief is better than our own, right? Because God is our creator, right? So we sacrifice because we believe that God's ways and God's beliefs are better than our own. So there is a scripture says your ways are, are, are my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts, right? My thoughts are greater. And I know the plans that I have for you says the Lord. So we sacrifice because we believe that God's play, God's, God's plans, God's ways, and God's beliefs are better than our own. And so in another scripture, it says we walk by faith and not by sight. So because we choose to trust God, we forsake our own thoughts for the thoughts of our creator. So we walk by faith and not by sight. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And so... Walking by faith and not by sight is majorly powerful because that's trust. If you think about it, that's sacrifice. That's sacrificing your very own sight to walk by faith because you trust that God's will and God's plan for you is so much greater than your own, right? And so the way that we save ourselves is by sacrificing ourselves to the creator, to yield and to submit. And I think with this Mark 8, 834, it was the message, message version, but it's actually the scripture that says, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? So if I lay down my soul, if I give my soul in advance to you, then you you have my soul in your hands. I'm trusting that you have my soul, my mind, my body, and my spirit in your hands. So I'm I'm giving that to you. And so... That's, we're sacrificing because we trust God. We trust God. 
And so that was very interesting today. And so it's interesting that it was the bread that I couldn't find. When I go back to thinking about the whole experience with the Ezekiel bread this morning, it's so interesting that it's actually the bread that I couldn't find because today is May 3rd, I believe. (laughs) Today is May 3rd and is the first Sunday in the month. So usually, you know, um, if you grew up in the church on the first Sundays, we take communion and, you know, we remember that scripture that's talking about breaking the bread and it's symbolic of breaking the bread and it, which is the body of Jesus and taking the wine well, the grape juice, which is the blood of Jesus. So the bread is very significant today, right? Because in the scripture, first Corinthians eleven twenty four. Jesus advises us, well, he advised his um, disciples when they were at the Last Supper to break this bread in remembrance of me, right? So as Christians, um, as believers, we break bread in remembrance of God um, every first Sunday. And so in this particular scripture, it says, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And so this is so symbolic of bread, right? So when I think about that remembrance and just going back to everything, we we remember when we take that time out to actually remember, right? We When we take that time out to actually, you know, look at the sacrifice that Jesus made. So I am excited that today is the first Sunday. And if I could actually be in church right now, if I wasn't in quarantine, then I would so happily take that that little wafer and that grape juice and I would be like, yes, Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you for what you did. <laughs> so I am just super excited to be in remembrance. You know, don't let faith be out of sight, faith be out of mind. Because the thing about it, even though we're in this quarantine period, even though we're in this time, every day, should be a day that we take time out to remember Jesus' sacrifice through God, to remember that God gave us this amazing thing, that God made a sacrifice on our behalf. And that's why we trust him. You know, that's why we believe in him. And so we can sacrifice some of our time. It's not necessarily just about the bread, but remembering to sacrifice some of your time, honor some of your time by going before God and just getting in the word. And I know that's definitely what I want to do. So it's very interesting. I'm just so grateful. You know, I'm just so grateful to, to see like this experience about the bread and how great it is, because if it's out of sight, it's going to be out of mind. So don't let what God did with Jesus Christ be out of mind. And so just thinking about that more, it was just, it's just very interesting. It's very interesting with all the tuna and all the bread and everything. But I pray that we go forth and we remember God on this day, on this first communion day and every day, just to remember to take some time out for God, just to remember the the sacrifice that Jesus made and the gift that God gave us through Jesus. So I hope you all are well. Um, If you haven't continued to listen to the podcast, continue to subscribe on the YouTube page. I'm posting a lot more content over there. I hope you have an amazing, happy first Sunday and a happy May. This is the first podcast in May. So 
go and be great and remember the sacrifice that Jesus made. Don't let Jesus' sacrifice be out of sight and out of mind. Go to that intentionally. Um, Like Pastor Denise says, run, righteous run. Run to the strong power. But peace and blessings. I love y'all. Have a good day. Take care. Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please consider becoming a Bold Journal special subscriber. Special subscribers receive special benefits and early access to exclusive Bold Journal interviews, media coverage, and creation. You can become a special subscriber by visiting patreon.com slash boldjournal to sign up. I look forward to seeing you there and on all social media platforms at Bold Journal.